You are now listening to the Every Other Saturday podcast. This podcast contains strong language and Brandon Barker enthusiasm. Hello and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for episode two of the 21-22 season. Um, I episode two already, talking about Rangers. Um, this week we've got a summer signing tier list. Uh, it's just that sort of start of the season Um content that we're doing, ranking the squad, ranking the signings and stuff like that. So it'll be next week. We'll probably end up doing the league predictions and all that. So stay tuned for that. But today we're going to talk about, as I said, Oli Gerrard, summer signings that he's made. Uh, and he's, what, fourth season as manager now? That's crazy to think. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll rank all of them. Uh, that'll be at the, the end of the podcast. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about the Tranmere game. We're going to talk about the friendlies that have been announced and coming up. And then we'll talk about the Euro 2020 final, because that was obviously headline news um, this weekend. But as always, if you do enjoy the podcast, like, share, subscribe uh, and all that good stuff. Very much appreciated. So um, going into it then, Rangers uh, nil, Tranmere one. Uh, what happened there on Saturday? I didn't see much of the game uh, duty working, but I've seen the highlights. I've mm. seen we looked at Rusty still. Obviously, you can expect that second game of preseason. Um, but now, what eighteen days till uh, that first game against Livingston? Uh, not necessarily getting worried because hopefully we'll be in good shape uh, by the time that uh, game comes around. But um, I looking Rusty, we were looking. I don't know, uh, naive in front of goal at times. I've seen uh, Gerard wasn't happy uh, after the game about players not commit- committing to uh, tackles and stuff like that. Glenn Middleton was one of those people uh, that I did see uh, it happen to. But what was your thoughts on the game? Have you seen uh, that much? I know it's hard to get streams uh, for these. Uh, well, the two things I really wanted to take away weren't even actual, the actual game. What's Ryan Kent doing with sort of like a beard now? Sort of trying to copy you, Jack, is he? scuffy um, obviously big Brandon Barker with the ball days well and but respect for that but um, <laughs> no it is what it is mate it's just a friendly it's just about getting them minutes in it's just about getting the legs warmed up getting them ready to go for the Champions League qualifiers coming up in the league game as you said so obviously you don't want to lose a game you want to win every game you can but it's just a friendly at the end of the day um, I, I don't really like the idea of players you know what I mean just running away for a tackle get stuck in that's the your gravy, son. Come on, mm-hmm. get stuck in. If you're watching that Copa America, they were getting stuck in. So, um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh, you're just, you're just hoping eventually sort of comes to click together. I know it's obviously a friendly players that won't be here, I think, obviously playing <clears throat> Barkers and stuff like that. Um, but we'll need to start scoring goals, we'll need to be more confident in front of goal, even if it is a pre season game. I mean, so. Um, I'm hoping eventually that does happen. What's the next one against Arsenal? Yeah, oh. that's Saturday now. So, big test for anybody that's playing in that one, Arsenal. And then Real Madrid, Brighton. Uh, I was blown away when they announced that they were playing Real Madrid at Ibrox. I was just hoping I could have bought a ticket for it. I know you have strong, uh, strong hatred towards uh, Real Madrid, I obviously. Will. I don't like Florentino Perez. So, um, oh. What's, what's your thoughts on these games? Obviously, we your Real Madrid hatred aside, it's obviously such a, a massive uh, thing for Rangers to secure these games. Uh, well, listen, don't forget Burnley's under 23s and all in a closed-door game. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's probably... You know, it's just massive to see us playing Real Madrid, obviously, at home. 
it is a shame that, you know what I mean, it be it is the moment, might not be fans in there, the place should be full to the rafters. Boys should be getting cheered on by the full the full full crowd, but who knows? I'm just playing. We get some <laughs> Poppy's happy for the game and all she can't wait for that game and all she knows what's going to happen when we play the rats for Madrid. So um I'm looking forward to it. As I say, it's it's like us to probably lose to Tranmere and then be Arsenal and Real Madrid. But um the most interesting one for me, Jack, as I said to you, is seeing uh, Agent Duffy again. I want to see yeah, this I... play again. <laughs> Agent Duffy back at Ibrox in blue this time as well with Brighton. You couldn't write it. You just kinda get away from Ibrox. Uh, hopefully he's falling about in the deck again. And making an embarrassment of yourself at Ibrox. But looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to Arsenal at the weekend. Um, I, again, would have loved to have been in the stadium for that. Real Madrid, sadly, I'm going to be missing out and seeing Benzema. That's that's my that's my sadness for that one. But um, I'm looking forward to all these games. Uh, big tests in there, obviously. We've still got like, Blackpool and, and Owen in between that as well. So big tests uh, for the full squad. And I'm just looking forward to see what happens in terms of who who stays, who goes, because that will be obviously the Euros is done. Uh, the talk will be players coming in and out now. Uh, well, definitely, we'll make sure to hang with there. But I'll start that off. Um, uh, let's just tell Jordan Jones uh, where the exit door is right now. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's do that. Uh, Aye, I know. Which, which um, obviously, I've just seen the the photos of him at Wembley and all that. I'm not guy can go to a football game all he wants, uh, but absolutely. just to him, he just being around random people and all that, I don't know, it just didn't sit right with me at first. Right, listen, I'm all, I'm all for Barisic getting himself a new car, flexing on Instagram. I get it. You're doing your thing, right? But what I'm not for is that just, it just seems like he doesn't care. You're around all these people. You're a professional footballer. You know the risks that are, are there. You could potentially go back into the Rangers camp and affect people and mess up pre-season. So that kind of attitude for me, it's not acceptable at my football club. I'm sorry, at our football club, mate. It's just not acceptable. I just the guy's no, he's no, no professional no. at all. Do you know what I mean? I don't know where he's got all these fans for though. Like, fair enough, he's a good player. Like, I've always seen he's got get talent, but he's just not get the head screwed on to show it enough for like Rangers or that. And when I was thinking about it, like he can go to a game all he wants. He can whatever the club would have given him permission to do it. I would imagine. Like surely he's not going to Wembley and all about random people and all that. But for Jordan Jones, I feel that him uh, going to Wembley shows what he's more interested in. That sort of life, showing off. He he should be on fucking Ibrox Training Park twenty four seven trying to make himself a Rangers player, a Rangers starter for Gerard, but. Yes. That, that should be, be his priority. Honest, uh, let's be honest. If this guy wasn't playing for Rangers, he'd end up on Love Island. Let's be honest. No. Uh, honestly, he's that kind of guy for me. He should be, man. He should be wanting to prove everyone wrong, prove people like myself wrong that, that don't believe he has that right attitude. As you're saying, he should be on that training ground. He should be focused. Ah, he was already going with a game, but my main thing is you've seen the scenes down there. Aye. If he picks up that and he brings it back into the training ground, man, that could mess up our pre-season. Aye, and then I mean? uh, what I don't understand is, right, if he's been given permission to go away to this, does that mean he needs to then like, isolate or whatever? Obviously, he'll get tests and everything like that, but then if he comes back into the Rangers camp, like, obviously what happens for that, the whole thing could just go tits up. I get exactly what you're saying, and I, it just doesn't look good for him. But like, for everyone he's been through at, at Rangers, like, then doing something like that, I just, 
it's time to rip up that contract for me. Like, just get him out the door. Like, there's no point in just waiting and hoping for the player that's inside there because it's never going to happen. He's he's he more cares about just all eyes on me. Like, I don't want to like put in the work to play for Rangers. I just want to show off pretty much, and that's no good enough for me. And I feel like Gerard kind of feels the same way. That if you look at uh, Jonesy's history at the club. I don't know, it just he's never really beat stamped down a mark in the squad for whatever reason. Maybe this is the reason. It's just probably yeah, that's probably the same as us. He's probably just disappointed. Because mm. uh, he signed him, he's a good talented player, and then just never got anything yeah. back for it. So aye. And then talking about the game he was at, Euro twenty twenty final, England, Italy, it did not come home, it came to Rome. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> uh, what was your thoughts on on that game? It was quite a quite a mental game. It was it was me. It was a chaotic start to be honest with you. Um, probably my boy Calvin. I thought he performed massively well in a game that probably most people would think he probably wouldn't do that well in to play against Champions League players. Winners winners of the competition as well. So I'm proud of Calvin for that. I thought Trippier was good at his game. Um, I think that guy's had a really underrated tournament. I think people always underrate Trippier and what he does. I've seen Walker getting into the team of the tournament. I disagree with that. Trip should be in there for me. But Italians just did what I expected them to do. Chiesa, what a player, what a talent. I don't think MD would argue if he said he was player of the tournament. Um, but I'm just happy they lost on penalties. I feel sorry for Saka and all that, um, taking those penalties. He shouldn't have been put in that position in the first place. I think people like Raheem Sterling. I agree with what Roy Keane said. He needs to be going up there before that young lad. Do you know what I mean? That's no fair on him at all. Raheem Sterling's been there, won Premier Leagues and everything like that. He needs to have the goal to go up there and take a penalty. Um, but if you're talking about the all over it, massive, just like disgusting scenes, mate, to be honest with you, even when the game was going on, security guards and all that getting battered. I seen some women like that was on the floor caving up, like mm. uh, my boy at the weekend there. Um but no, uh, I'm happy Italy won the tournament, but I tell you what, they've got no chance of hosting that, that World Cup for me with the scenes at the end of the, whatever no, that's going on after the game, mate. Just disgusting. And I knew that would happen, by the way. I knew that. Didn't expect anything, mate, but that's disgusting what they've done to Rashford's thing and all that. That's just, that guy is, no, no. that guy's a king, man. He's feeding people when the Prime Minister of the country's not doing nothing, so. Exactly. You, like, you can criticise Rashford's penalty all you want. It was a shocking penalty, but see abusing these players due to the colour of their skin and all that, that is fucking disgusting in my opinion. Like, Vandalising a mural that's been set out for the guy. Like, it's just sad that we still have to deal with this after everything that's went through like the past year in terms of trying to eliminate this. It's still, uh, it's still happening. Um, and I, my thoughts go out with Saka and everybody else that missed penalties like that. Guys younger than me and you, step him up my final to save England's tournament. And he's uh, he missed and he shouldn't be put in that position. I don't feel that Jack no. Grealish and whoever else is sit, sitting there like, should be going up uh, before him. But in terms of the full yeah. 90 minutes of the game, I felt that like England obviously started really well. And that was a downfall at scoring that early, kind of took the buzz out of the game in a way where they were just trying to hold on to what they had. Italy then took control after the second half. I felt England in the first half were really hard to break down right enough. Didn't really give up much to Italy, but second half, Italy uh, took control of the game and got the reward with their goal. But um, yeah. 
just touch on my man, uh, what's his name? At the back, we've been out to you. What's his name? I forgot his Kielini. name. Love him. See that <laughs> when Saka back. I love that stuff, man. I know. Is a red card, but... He's like one of the last sort of old school captains that we have left. And it was just a joy watching him uh, all tournament, to be honest. I was hoping he was going to get Harry Kane. They had caught, you know, he was hanging with Rialba. I was mm-hmm. hoping for that with Harry Kane. I thought he was going to like slap him up, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but. But I, speaking on the Saka incident, how are people that raging that? That is never a red card. Like that is a tactical yellow. He knows what he's doing. Like Aye. take the yellow and move on because he's never going to catch him. I mean, it's, you could probably go both ways. I get what you're saying, but at the same thing, you do look at. I think the referees probably just took the fact that how long's left in the game probably into the fact and gave him the yellow. But if actually like, throughout the game, mate, maybe it is. Who knows? But I just love them. I love that kind of stuff, man. What I loved most, I just love watching people like Real Ferdinand and all that. I want to see them cry um, after all the stuff he said and all that. No. I mean, so, no, I was happy with that. I just, it's the same old, as I said, they build themselves up. It's the media, it's not even the team. I don't dislike any of these like, players they've got, man. I think they're all wonderful lads. They're so relatable. You can get along with, I think, the majority of them. Uh, maybe no Pickford, he looks a bit, you know what I mean? Mm. Right. But, um, but it's just the pundits, it's the media, man. They do it all the time. And then you'll we'll have it the same for the World Cup coming up. But uh Ellie no, no. were the best tournament, best, best team in the tournament, sorry. Um I know people were I know you put up Scotland as the worst on the Twitter. Scared to admit your boys Turkey weren't that good, Jack. Is that what it was, eh? No, I just I like seeing people bite. That's that's it. I know for a fact Turkey are definitely the worst team in the tournament, but if I put Scotland, people are going to be oh, we got a draw against England, but for me, that's that doesn't incite a good tournament. Uh, uh, but Italy deserved winners uh, throughout. I was happy to see them win it. Southgate bottled in a penalty shootout. But uh, sorry, as soon as the game finished, it was only 500 days to the World Cup. So they'll, they'll be back, don't worry. But that's just ridiculous management to just put a 19 year old like, there for that penalty like that. That's, to me, that was bad. I agree. But a more experienced player needs to step up there. Aye. You know, I mean, even Jordan Pickford will step up. You can't do that to a young lad, but it's what it is, mate. It's, no, it's a way to roam now, and uh, I'm happy because Rangers are back, so that's the main thing. Exactly. It's a way to the Italians. It was a great tournament. Really enjoyed Euro 2020. Eventually, it got played after a year, but I loved it. Uh, if we start to finish Italy, yeah, I think one of these hearts throughout that. So um, I enjoyed it, but now. We'll go on to the, the tier list then for Gerard's summer signings um, since he's obviously been manager. So here we are. We've got five categories again. We've got 10 out of 10. Look, you, obviously, you'll, see, you'll know the players that will go in that one. Very good. Maybe players that are still there, signed by Gerard or left, done a decent job. Kind of sad to see them go. Uh, done a job, and you could maybe say sort of similar that they were all right they weren't as good as very good um and didn't work out players that were signed for like like no why and then straight up gash uh just disgusting to watch in a rangers jersey so first off then who have we got here al mcgregor it was like it's like deja vu 10 out of 10 (laughs) no question about that one uh, right, next one then, Andy King. Um, 
why did we even sign him? True. I, no, I'm going to put him in didn't work out, right? Because he never played that much. But why Why did we sign that guy? <laughs> I don't even know why. I can't even answer that question. Sorry, mate. Where does he play now? What, in Belgium or something? I don't even know. Well, he went to Belgium. I think he's back in the championship now, though. He's been around the block since... Uh, he was at Leicester for his full career. Won the Premier League in that there, and then he's been around the block since. Um but just when he came to Rangers, like, I think he might have played two games and I don't think he ever started. He played a couple of games off the bench and then he was cut short, I think. Like, that kind of signing, he made it around the same time as Barker. I'm like, why are we even signing? Is it just for numbers or something? Like, just, I didn't get it. Might have, been, might have been just for numbers at the time, mate, to be honest with you. I don't think he would... You're wrong to put him in straight up gash or didn't work out one of the two. But the next nah. one for me is um, Scotty Arfield. Free transfer uh, for Burnley, Premier League experience, obviously, and helped us a lot. These two signings that Gerard first made as a manager, he's shown, shown his intentions, he, what he was wanting to do. Uh, we had a bit of experience in there and then with all the other players they bring in uh, that season at first. So I feel that definitely a great signing. Ah, oh, tremendous signing. Stephen brings to the club, as you said there. It's, well, mate, fantastic signing it was at the time anyway. No, nah, definitely. Next one then, Joe Rebo, for me, has to go 10 out of 10 as well. Um, another one, I think it was a free transfer again. Wow. Uh, had a lot of clubs sniffing about his name. Um I remember around that time as well, Lee Boyer was like, why would you want to go to Rangers? Why would you want to go there? Um, this is why you came here eh? for all this um, glory he's obviously going to get for last season and next season. Uh, another player that's going to be hard to hold on to, as we spoke about last week, but in terms of Joe Rebo's first what, two seasons at the club, he's been, he's been outstanding. He's tremendous, mate, as you said at the time. Why would you go to Rangers? Well, He's proven why we go to Rangers. He's won the league. He's potentially going to win more trophies and hopefully playing Champions League football. But, man, the free signings we're doing, the business we're doing, I think the hats need to be taking off to uh, Ross and the boys, man, because, wow. Aye, aye, I know you're looking at that. Free signings. Andy King was alone. We've still not spent a penny on any of these players yet. Throughout, but this is two seasons worth of Gerard's signing so far. Um, Leon Balligan, then, another one. I think he was brought in for free. One season. I'll obviously get the second season now. For me, I'm going to put him right there, though, now. Very good. I think he's been good. Um, he's been a good addition to the, the squad. Um, and hopefully, again, next season, he'll be under that. He's under that kind of utility kind of player. Like he, can, he can play anywhere mm. across the back line. You'll call on him when you need him. And he's also, obviously, a good starter for uh, Rangers as well. Oh, yeah. Listen, that's what I'm wondering about the versatility of him. Just play anywhere on that, that back line, mate. And he's, I think he's just one of the players that just wants to play anyway. He'll, that's why he'll do it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's great experience to have. I know, obviously, free for Wigan, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Wigan at the time, uh, they were going down. Um, but no, I'm just, I just kind of believe some of the business that we've actually done. I kind of believe we didn't pay in for Joe Rebo, man. That's <laughs> it, might have been a development fee or something, but I can remember he ran down his contract at uh, Charlton and yeah. then. Aye, he came to Rangers. It must have been for free, aye. I, I remember it around the time because we were where that photo is that he's there. We were in our mm -hmm. training camp already, so I believe it was a free transfer, but anybody that's listening, uh, please let us know. Um, 
if that was uh, free or not. The next one then, Borna Barisic. You've seen him flexing his new motor on Instagram. You see him flexing the <laughs> the, the scarf there. <clears throat> Top signing. I think we signed him for 2.2 million after we seen him um, Ozajek. Oz- uh, Ibrox who scored against us and then Gerard was on the phone straight away he was like oh, I get this geezer signed up so <laughs> 10 out of 10 signing uh, definitely even though uh, as I say all the time defensively still no improve but going forth is just a joy to watch um, some of the free kicks we've seen fantastic and definitely a 10 out of 10 signing man. nah definitely easy easy Brandon Barker then still at the club obviously uh, went out and loan to Oxford the second half of last season Mm. And that's what I was saying with the Andy King sort of transfer. Like, why? Why did we sign this guy? Um, I, I believe it was just genuinely to make up numbers. Like, I don't see any, any reason why we would sign this guy. And for me, it's gash. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <you know. laughs> um, like, you know what? The new I'm... intro to this podcast as well is because uh, obviously Greg Stewart's left. It's Brandon Barker enthusiasm. So I feel, I feel shite for putting him there, but. I tell you what, you should do because I think the, when the boys played, he's, he's a bit shifting. He's done all right. I would probably just put him in. Uh, didn't work out to be honest with you. We'll put him the same as Andy King then, because I feel bad for doing that to the guy now. Hi mate, come on. Like, listen, I'd have put them there straight away when he signed. Even when he signed, I thought, what is this? This is a backward signing. This is like a Matt Walburton signing. But mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think you can fault the lad when he has put the jersey on. He has played all right. Obviously, you think about when he started that old firm, you thought to yourself, why is he playing? And then he was on the part, and you were thinking to yourself, why is he still playing? Yeah, I know. Um, but no, I've got nothing. But... Aye, that's the thing with him. He's shown in signs that he can be good, but then uh-huh. the majority of the time, it's just lacklustre. Like, you got a few goals last season when he was in the, the squad at the start of the season, and that you were maybe thinking, what is this guy improved any? But went out and loan. I think he had a decent loan at Oxford and that, but I just I don't see his future really being at Rangers any further. But We'll put didn't work out at, uh, for him so far. I just feel like it's, it's a bit harsh to just put him in straight up gas, you know what I mean? When I do feel like he has put some shifts in and he, mm-hmm. he wasn't the best signing, but I can think he was signing to him. Fair enough. I can actually as well, because I'm looking at them. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally looking at the bad ones. <laughs> uh, right, Calvin Bassey then signed uh, last season as well. Bucket hat Bassey, of course. Um, I'm going to put him in, done a job so far. Um, because he's obviously young, one for the future. Um, he's got game time last season, which I didn't know if he would. Um, and he's looked every single time we've seen him. Uh, he's looked good. He's looking good in pre-season as well. So I'll put him there for now. Uh, obviously, you're a big admirer of Bassey. Um, so you're hoping he's up there. And when he, we do this video again in a few years, he's up there. Oh, it's not. I'm hoping that he's going to be up there, mate, because he is, as I say, exciting talent. And but obviously we signed him for Leicester, and it was a bit of a weird one, I thought. But I thought he was just going to be academy sort of kind of player. But he's come mm-hmm. through, and he's, I mean, he's got all the qualities for me. I do feel like he's better than Barisic in terms of he is defensively aware, and he is he's good at doing both, which he should be. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just totally thinking potentially shove Barisic at the team, and Barisic can go and flex more. Lambos or Porsches or whatever he wants to buy. Um, <laughs> and I has done a job so far. Um, and I, I'm just hoping he can get in the first team this season. Mate. Hopefully, hopefully, may not hang with this season, but later on seasons, hopefully, he can break into the team. Um, nah. Who knows? No, I would say so. Definitely. I'm just thinking for the next one. <clears throat> uh, Lissana Koulibaly. 
Uh, <laughs> a lot of people might have forgot about this guy, but he was signed uh, on a loan deal for Angers. Uh, one of Gerard's first signings, I feel, uh, in the 2018 window. And this guy looked an absolute world beater at the start of his career at Rangers. He scored against Maribor uh, at home in that, uh, uh, what was that again, Europa League qualifier. Right. Big result at the time. And then he, he just looked quality every other time we've seen him. And then he got an injury. And from that injury, he just fell off a cliff. Um, and it's a shame because I'll, I'll put him in it didn't work out because you, there were signs that he was a really good player. But the injury ruined him. Ah, just the injury. It's happens to players, done it. They can just be on fantastic form and kind of be like Kimar Ruff and still do the job. But um, no, I know I've seen him playing uh, against Paris last season. Nah, I know he's still him, there. I uh, angles. Uh, so. I thought he was on one time when he was playing. I thought, oh, there he is there, putting a shift in. But uh, nah, I just didn't work out for him, did it? Nah, it didn't. But what could have been, I know. What could have been a very good signing if he didn't get injured. That's that's the thing. But um, right, Stephen Davison, he was a, a January signing at first on loan, but it became permanent in the summer. So I, I've put him in. And mm. 10 out of 10, of course. Um, Fee's sure. been at Ibrox again since Gerrard's took over. It's been, mm. it's just been flawless. Uh, well, listen, let's not lie here, Jack. Me and you both were critical of him when we first started this podcast. That's not uh, that doesn't that. need to be talked about right now. <laughs> uh, well, I know it doesn't, but I'm just saying, guys proved us wrong and he's... He's for class, isn't he? I don't care what he says, man. I love that guy so much, man. No, what, top, what top and he's and he's still doing it, you know what I mean? Unlike Gareth Bale, who's younger than him, wants to play golf. This man wants to play football. Every the full 90 doesn't want to get subbed off, he wants to play the full game. None but, but respect for him. Nah, just a Rangers legend. We're literally watching every single time. So, aye, Davis, 10 out of 10. But if you had asked us last year, maybe we would have been a, a bit different on that. But I don't know why. Um, I don't know what was happening in the heat at that time. Um, the next one then, George Edmondson. Uh, mm-hmm. Back at Rangers, obviously, currently. We out in loan to Derby last season. Uh, had a loan deal. No, I had a, a good spell on the, the, uh, the team. Sorry, in 2020. Uh, I mean, that guy was playing Braga home and away, uh, Leverkusen he scored again, so it was looking promising. Still at the club, obviously, it can still happen for him, but don't know where to put him. Because it's, it's not as if it didn't work out, because he's still here. Oh, I just haven't done a job. He's done a job. He's played... I mean, it's crazy to think he's played in those big European ties and obviously get the goal in there. Um, to be playing the, those kind of games and then going on to Derby, fighting for relegation, oof. That must tell you something. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say he's done a job so far. I'm hoping he can turn that around. I, I still really like him, you know. I think he's a good centre-half. No. Yeah. And I just hope he can turn that around, mate. No, no. Maybe go on loan. Who knows? He might be one of them that's going out on loan. Um, but let's hope he can he can turn that around. No. Aye, hopefully. Um, the next one then, Ovia Jaria signed on loan for Liverpool in 2018. Again, uh, alongside Ryan Kent and that at the time. This one annoys me. This one really annoys me because you can see his qualities like when he plays with Redding and whatever, but I just don't think he was suited to the Scottish League in terms of the physical aspect. He likes being on the ball and 
having time and he didn't have time in Scotland to really do what he wanted to do. Um, but I, I do feel there was signs there. He scored that goal that got us into our first Europa League. Um, he scored a couple throughout his tenure, but it was cut short. I think he wanted to cut it short because he just wasn't mm. enjoying life at Ibrox. And for me, I don't know where to put him. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I just think he couldn't handle the pressure of playing for Rangers. Mm. You're playing for Redden, it's much more easier to play. In comparison to Rangers, it's much more easier to play your game. Championship's still a, a rough and tumble league, you know what I mean? But um, I don't know, I just think he couldn't handle the pressure of playing up here. He's still a fantastic footballer. I'd probably just put him in didn't work out, mate, to be honest with you, because he did do, I mean, he did do a good job in that when he played for us, but it's, it's well, there, was, there was times when he was down here, and there was Aye. times where he like, obviously showed that he could be a good player, so I think in the middle of there, uh, it just didn't work out for him, did it? Nah, it didn't. Um, then the next one then, signed again for Liverpool, John Flanagan, and this guy... Yeah at a time was starting for England at left back. Yeah, he was most promising left back in, in Europe at one point. We signed him in a free transfer. Um and I I'm, I'm just gonna put him straight up there, done a job. Signed that guy for free. Every time you called on him, maybe not being the best quality left back ever, but you get a decent 90 minutes out of him. Put a shift in. No, nah, I can say it. pretty much. Definitely put a shift in every time he, he put the jersey on. So respect to John Flanagan for that. The next one then, Connor Goldson. Uh, next one then, Greg Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg My Stewart. Man, Greg. Oh, oh, man. I, I, like, I just I want to put him here. I, I just want to put him here. But I just, I'm going to put him in didn't work. I'm going to put him in He's 10 out of 10. And no, 10 out of 10. That's where I would put him to. But my heart is saying, in. put him here. Put my Greg in number 10. No, eh, no, it didn't work out for him, did it? But as you said, Jack, I keep saying all the time, if you could swap Weiss with MD during the pandemic, it would have been Greg Stewart. No. Just, just play. Literally um, just being amongst it all the time. Aye, mm. Greg Stewart. Look, didn't work out, but... What could have been again? He scored a good few. Every time he came on the park, he scored a couple of goals, aye. But Um, he just didn't play that much, I don't think, to to be in that above one yet. Um, Oh, here we go. First straight gash player. Aye, first gash player, zero scratch. That's not even a question. Two and a half million, I think he was signed him for. Um, Again, for Ozicek. Um... And he didn't even look like a professional football player. Like <laughs> that he was that bad. Fair <laughs> play. Um, nah, just put him there. Nah, there's literally nothing else to say about him. Like the the, the, him. the category speaks for itself. He was straight up gash. <laughs> um Haji then Haji signed um on loan at first, made permanent in the summer. So it's still Counts for Gerard Summer signing. Yeah. Ten out of ten for you. It's got to be. I was more leaning towards very good so far. No, no, I'm not having that. I'm not having very good so far for my boy Haji. I tell you what, this man has turned. He turned up in the game in Europe as we all know, right? But he's also put in goals this this season, and he's still been 
you know what I mean? Oh, he's, he's frustrating or he's what have you. I love this boy. He, see this guy, he could be a model, Jack, but he chose to play professional football and he <laughs> plays for our club. So he's a 10 out of 10. If you want to put him very good, I can understand why you would. No, do you know what? Like, you're, you're telling me why I should put him there because... Come on, he's turned up in big games. Big games when it looked like we were doing nothing and then he just turned it around. And then obviously this season... Maybe like that player will be been crying out for for a few seasons as well, getting well, assists and stuff like that. He's got the he's got the Pepsi deal, Jack. Do you know what that means? Mr. Pepsi, exactly. Pepsi. So <laughs> who's it next? Oh, this is sorry, be... I had to take a wee a wee beverage. I know Pepsi glass <laughs> as well. I didn't, I didn't mean that, but um Hasty. We spoke about him last week, and I can't believe he's still a Rangers player. Um been out and loan a couple Some of times. Aye. <laughs> Maybe under unfair duty, like he's not played, but he's not going to be good enough, is he? So he's gash. Uh, Philip Hollander, next one. 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Big man's not lost a league game yet, is he? I know, for that, I know. I think we're we're seeing a theme here. I'm I'm desperate to put somebody in very good because Balogun's looking very alone. So here's your money put in very good then. Itton. Cedric Kitten goes in very good, right? So Hollander obviously never lost the league game, but signed for four million and he's still at a good age so far that we could maybe even if we sell him make profit on that. So good that's a ten out of ten signing I. Cedric Keaton then signed I a year ago now. Um it's not that it's never worked out for him or that. He's just never had the the starts that he's wanted, I don't feel. But anytime you see him in the park, he's always he's always trying to do something. He's always getting in areas. And eventually, I hope it will happen for him. I would, uh, you know, like when we say, well, listen, Jack, I think he's going to go out and loan. Mm. I, if I'm the big man, I want to play games, and he's come here to play games, he hasn't come to sit on the bench. He's still a landlord, the Motherwell will probably get that game. He might, as I say, he might stay around for, as I say, cup games, things like that. It's a massive season when they want to play their part, but I've just got a funny feeling this guy's going to go out on loan. No, nah, I'm I'm feeling maybe alone for him as well because we're going to make more signings. It's inevitable, but I don't know if they're going to be in the forward areas, and I don't know what that spells for for Cedric. So he's been a good signing so far. I feel like he's we've we've needed him at times. Uh, he scored that massive goal, as you say, against Motherwell. Against Motherwell, <laughs> um, gets the first goal of preseason and stuff like that. So I, I believe it is going to be a very good signing. Um, eventually I'm still holding out hope for him so I'll sit him there um, Jamie Murphy who has left the club by the way I was looking on transfer yeah. mark he's away to Hibs for free but signed under Graham Murray on loan made permanent by Gerard. Um just didn't work out it's, it's a shame it's a shame but I would I don't know mate I might put him in done a job but because he scored the first like, first professional goal of Gerrard's like, era uh, in that right, Europa League game. Listen, I think you've disrespected my man Greg Stewart, but um, <laughs> Jamie Murphy here should probably, I'm over joking. But I mean, I'd probably put him down a job, mate. I think he did a job when he came on. And as I say, it was that, it's that part, that Astor Tuffy kind of part that potentially cost him his career. Um, but but the then club. looking at that, like he'd done a job a few under Graham Murray, but under Gerrard, he never really played much. Duty, obviously, that injury you're talking about. Mm. 
So in, in terms of that, I'm when he was signed, this. aye. But that's what I'm on. But those parks need to go. It has. They have to now make it. If you want to play top flight Scottish football, you've got to get a real football park. No, I know. Hundred percent agree. Aye. I, you know, I didn't work out. It didn't work out for him. But in terms of under Graham Martin, I he done a, a a job in that respect, but never worked out under Gerard. Then John McLaughlin, straight up, oh, straight up and very good. Very good. Very good signing. Good business. Um, uh, with that one free transfer. Um, and every time we've called on him, he's been he's been good. So. Aye, John McLaughlin, very good signing. Jordan Jones. Jordan Jones. Straitle Gash. He's gone there he's already. Going. He's in there. We've yeah, talked about him at the start of this episode and stuff like that. He's just just holding out hope for nothing and it's never going to happen. Like, don't get me wrong, talented player, as I said, but under under a Gerard signing, he's been Gash. Um, Nico Katic. I think he goes in the same sort of bracket as Balogun. He's been a very good signing so far. He's been well, un- unlucky with injuries, but obviously the goal could yeah. maybe bump him up higher and he'll be in that because category. He's going to be one of the players that will come back to Ibrox and do the rising star draw when he leaves because of that goal. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's Katic. Um But a very good signing, I would say. A very good signing. Um, very good, very good. I like him very much. He's very good. Very strong set of half. I like that about him. No, he's just. I hope it works out for him this season. I want to see him get game time. I want him to just get a chance, man. I felt, as you said, felt sorry for him, obviously, because the lockdown things like that. He probably didn't have him, even though he's got a phone, he could FaceTime people. But I'm just hoping it works out this season for him. I, I saw him last fight. I hope so because his first couple of seasons he was he was a yeah, top defender. So I'm hoping he still takes that into this season. Maybe no, alone for Scottish so. But no, who is this? Who's this next one? Is this one up? I think this guy's straight up gash, to be honest. Nah, Ryan Kent. Why did we even sign this guy twice? Why did we even waste our time with this guy? <laughs> no, of course. Ryan Kent, yeah, 10 out of 10. First tenure on loan. He was class, made it permanent. So we've signed mm. him twice. Twice. Good business uh, all round. Aye, yeah. just what a player. I mean, what, what can you not? Say about this guy's changes his look every time, Jack. You know, it's like he's playing career mode, no, changing no. the facial hair or the hair. Um, but I, I hope one day to be as cool as Ryan Kent in life. I'll tell you that. Um, but no, no, he's just a fantastic name. player, mate. To be honest with you, he's just as we say all the time, he's a fantastic player. He's a key player on the team for me. Between him, McGregor, you, you could argue for so many the top row mate are the, the lads that really did, did help win the league. Um, and about him. Who knows where we would have been? Because honestly, he is no. a vital for me. But even in that picture there, when he signed at first on loan, it was a guy who failed at Bristol City and then when he was in Germany on loan and stuff like that. So he was looking for a move to reignite his career and he got that at Rangers. But really good showings in terms of Europa League. Uh, league form was great as well. But he's maybe he was inconsistent. That was the only problem with Ryan Kent at times. But he's, he's worked on that in... Since he's been at Rangers, obviously, he's been uh, much better in his first season anyway. Oh, I'd, honestly, as I said, I hope to be as cool as Ryan Kent one day. I hope to be as good at, good at something as Ryan Kent is at football, honestly. That, as I say, he was a, it was a 
the shift signing maybe at the time people wouldn't hang with it but for me I don't know who we would have I mean if you guys done all that down there but for me Ryan Kent's just a man up no, here he, 10 out of 10 he he's, a, he's fantastic mate I love him no, no, you, you can't stop talking about him, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, see when you start talking yeah. about Ryan Kent, he's so many discussions about him. Um, but we'll, we'll not have right, to hey, Not on. only can he play football, he can also rap as well. Exactly. So... He's got Evan. <laughs> Literally Evan. Um, and he's got a pet lizard or something. Is it a dinosaur? Well, not a dinosaur, like a snake or something. Uh, like a dinosaur. Like maybe <laughs> 400 years ago, but uh, he's got a pet snake or something. It's a bit weird, but... We'll take it. Uh, next one, Kyle Lafferty. Um, didn't work Kyle out for Lafferty. Kyle Lafferty second time around. I forgot all about Kyle Lafferty. Oh, my God, man. We've actually changed quite a lot. <laughs> Kyle Lafferty. Um, I didn't work out for us. I suppose that's all you could say. I remember, where did they go? Did they not go to Norway or something to play football after that? Uh, he's a guy. He's just been everywhere, I think. And then he right. found himself back at Kilmarnock last season. But it was a weird signing under Gerard because I just didn't think Gerard would tolerate Lafferty being like he's a renowned idiot, like he's a, just a big stupid guy. Like I just don't understand why Gerard would would have went for that. Right, but I mean, well, first off, it's a bit it's a bit harsh on him. Yankee couldn't. Yankee he couldn't would agree. I well, listen. Yankee couldn't tolerate Kyle Lafferty. He's probably Jordan Jones, isn't he? So um, you're right on that point. I know, listen, it was a bit of a weird signing at the time. I didn't understand it myself, but just didn't work out for him, did it? Nah. And then the next one, Gareth McCauley. I, like, if you said to me, where is Gareth McCauley now? I would have still said he was at Rangers because nobody ever said he left. <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever mentioned this guy leaving. So um, I'll put I'll put him there because he, he, he was brought in, what, he was 40 or something. Played a handful of games here and there, and he was, he was all right. Hmm. I suppose I a lot of a lot of these you just you just go either right, I guess. Um, no. Also, we, I did that quiz for you. Um, at the start of Euros, Jack, and you uh, you forgot about man in the exactly uh, even forgot about him then. <laughs> like, yeah, I suppose um, you done a job. I guess he did. He done all right. Um, she Ojo. Uh, oof, this was a guy. It was it was he uh, was hard to watch at times. Oh, wow. But he, he scored a few. He scored that great goal against Feyenoord, actually, Ibrox. Mm. Don't know if he's gashed, though. What do you think? Um, look, I didn't hear him at all. I thought he was awful. Um, obviously, he did score that goal, but I don't think he plays him higher than the, the other boy that's at Redden now, to be honest with you. Um, nah, maybe. Just put him there. Seems like a, a common theme with some of these loan signings that we made that like, just came weren't, weren't great, but um, I she Ojo didn't really work out for him. Roof, Kima Roof, a year at the club, and I feel he's already a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten, hundred percent. Ten out of ten, as I said, with some of the injuries and that, he still get the goals he got. Everyone's also going to talk about the uh, goal in Europe in pan- Pancake Land. Um, I don't even know. I just think he Belgium. I think he pancakes and chocolate. I don't know why. Um, Belgium, Belgium no, chocolate, mate. Belgium chocolate. I don't know, mate. As I said, I was pre- I was lucky enough to watch him before at Leeds and that, um, and it was quite sad when he left. But now he's back at the real club, the proper club. Um, 
so happy I get to watch him again, man, because he's just a fantastic footballer. Fantastic forward, very intelligent in the box. Um, I'm just hoping we can get a full season without injuries, hopefully, and just no. get more goals, man. That's the main thing for me. That's the next step for him, because he's shown even in a... I wouldn't say he was really injury-prone this season. Also, he did have times. He always has injuries. He always has that, that one injury. But whenever he's throughout a season, he'll have one injury and he'll just take him out, man. But I hope a full season out of roof, you could be looking at about 25-plus goals, uh, possibly, because, as you said, he gets into the areas all the time. Um, definitely good. I know, you like, I know you like to go against Celtic, wasn't it? Against Celtic, oh, it was that. a beautiful goal. Because I, I just, I, I, I felt like I was in Roof's body and I'm like, I know exactly what you're going to do. He's just watching the ball with full time and I just loved that goal. Um, Listen, I'm just looking forward to seeing more dance moves, to be honest with you. I'm loving them. No, no. Who's Scott, Who's you can sc- scored these oh goals. Oh my God. Uh, oh. Sadiq. Oh. Uh, this guy, this guy's going to sell for about 40, 60 million now. Aye. But. <sighs> oh my God. Oh. I wouldn't have even said he was a football player. Just won a raffle to be play for Rangers or something for like once. <laughs> like that's how bad he was. <laughs> I don't uh, understand it though. Everywhere else he's went, he's scored goals. Listen, you're going to score goals when you play in the second division in Spain, aren't you? No, no. But I, I'll never forget that game, mate. Honestly, you're right there. It sounded like it felt like somebody won a raffle to play for Rangers. <laughs> the amount of, how did he no score, man? Aye, that game. Aberdeen. Why did he dive? Aye. He was gash. He was like, if there was a tier lower than that, like he would be on that. Like, he was that bad. He was shite. Oh, man. Um, aye, two big hitters <laughs> left in. I would, Joe Worrell. Uh, now he's got what touted to be 15 million moves to the Prem and all that. Is he? Aye, Burnley are apparently sniffing about him. But ah, makes sense, makes sense. When he was at Rangers, it was it was hard to watch. Oh, he was so bad, man. He was so bad. I don't care, mate. He was, he was shite. He was, he was shite. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, was, he probably wasn't as bad as the players in there, but like, you can maybe say, oh, he played, he'd done a job, but. Nah, uh, for me, anytime he plays that. I'm being honest here. Put put that old Joe boy in there. I know. I'm sorry. He was straight. <laughs> so bad, man. I didn't rate him at all, man. Aye. <clears throat> like, I, if I put Warrell there, I think we have to put old Joe there as well because you can't just say, oh, he was all right because he scored one goal. Like, Warrell uh, played about 30 games that season, like, majority of the games. And he's still down there. Look, that's how bad he was. And I can't believe we're in on three gashes in a row. Bungani Zungu. Aye. I can't I can't even work my mouth right to get him up. <laughs> Bungani Zungu then. Gash. Yeah. Just straight up gash. I don't think he had the right attitude to be here. I thought he just came here to party. Do you know what I mean? That's that's my own honest answer to that guy. No, I, I think it was a bit. I think it was a bit harsh sometimes for people to maybe say you know blame him for certain things or what have you. But I just think he came up here to party. I don't think he came up here to play football. Unlike the other boy that we signed for France, if he put and he didn't work out, he actually did come here to play football and uh, try and get himself a permanent move. Um, but I just thought he came here to party. No, he wasn't. I just don't understand why we ch- chased him that long. Like literally the full summer, it was all about right. Zungu, he's going to come to Rangers and all that, and then we get him. Mm. And you're hoping for this what, revolutionary fucking CDM, but 
just I don't know, just never see, like, I just wonder why we were looking at him that long because it just I never think, seemed that he was that good. I still kind of get over that mad thing with boy that plays in Division of Spain, man. How is he like Man City or Bayern Munich in that? I will never know. I will genuinely <laughs> never know. That, that's what I just don't get it. I, anytime I saw him, like if you get on YouTube, like Sadiq playing with Rangers, he played a kind and a friendly. And he's got the biggest legs ever. It was just looked like a, he just looked like a sprinter or something. He didn't even look like a footballer. Uh, um, no. But I, that's that's how we've ended it on. Um, mm. A lot of good signings you can see for for Gerard's time. Like the usual suspects will be up there. Very good signings in terms of. Hmm? A lot of bad signings and all, but it's like a lot of good bit. ones. A lot of decent ones. A lot like you could put Edmondson under there, like you could maybe if he has a season playing, he could be better. But they've they've been all right so far. Didn't work out. There's quite a few of them. And then Gash, as as it ended there, there was a few gashes. So um but that's that's the as I said, that's the risk we took hiring Gerard. He was gonna make make mistakes along the way. Um but that's only the learning process of being a manager, he's just constantly learning. Exactly. So Every just, club, every manager's made a bad signing. Like, it's absolutely. always going to happen. But I feel like we're like, looking at last season's ones. I mean, like Itton, Bassey, Balligan, Roof, like, oh, they're all up there now. And, but then you've got Zungu, maybe the, the poorer one either too. But I feel like we're getting better signings as we as he, he learns more about being a manager and stuff like that, Gerard. And this is what I saw about looking at what signings he's made throughout his first three seasons. We didn't add the ones that he's made so far this season because it's unfair to rate, rate people when they haven't played. But maybe in the next couple of years we'll we'll be able to include uh, more players on this one. But um, aye, I enjoyed that there. Plenty of good discussions in terms of players we've no wanted to talk about for a while. But uh, aye, I enjoyed doing tier lists. There's some laugh. There's some laugh, mate. Some players you do just forget about because... We're in a completely not like different mind space now. We're in the winning like winning way again compared to beforehand where it just felt like a roller coaster to be honest with you. It felt like some of the signings, man. I can't even believe some of them. But hey, onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. It's obviously good to talk about uh, friendlies, but just I'm counting down 18 days until we're back, can't he? proper football again and then the qualifiers never know start for the Champions League and that's when things will start heating up uh, I feel but that's the episode um, if there's anything else you want to say before we wrap up uh, is there anything else I want to say before we wrap this episode up Jack um, just kind of get over some of the signings we've made do you, know, do you know what you need to do everybody listening to this point needs to go and watch Sadiq highlights because that's what I'm going to do as soon as we turn off your Annie to see how this guy's scoring 40 a season. <laughs> I don't even know that, man. That's good. <laughs> wow. It's not, uh, no, not, not much else to say, mate, to be nah, honest. That's, that's all good. We'll be back next week. We'll be talking about the Arsenal game. We'll probably give our predictions in terms of how we see the Scottish Premier League going. Because um, it's, what, eight, as I said, 18 days, a couple of weeks to go. Um, but We'll look forward to that next week and thank you to everybody uh, that's listened so far uh, this season uh, much appreciated and if you're listening uh, to this point again subscribe like on youtube and share if you're listening anywhere else it'd be much appreciated and we'll see you later